From the PSIA, ASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. Today we're going to be talking about going uphill with Grant Bishop and Brennan Metzler. Grant, Brennan, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, George, good to hear your voice, uh, especially being safer at home. Hey, I really have missed you guys uh, not being able to ski with you in October or early November. Oh, yeah, I mean, I can see the uh, this day highlights on Facebook popping up and uh, nowhere near snow right now. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to being skiing soon. <laughs> yeah, good old Facebook reminding us how much fun we had in person but uh glad to be speaking with you either way you know i just came down from the resort in a massive snowstorm we're getting quite the dump right now i think we've got almost 10 inches on on the ground which is pretty exciting anyway let's talk about heading uphill and brennan i want to start with you because uh, let's talk split board yeah absolutely um Splitboarding is is blowing up right now, and it has been uh, increasing in, in popularity and in being embraced by different brands across the industry. And, and snowboarding has really taken to the splitboard component, uh, specifically in this in this last decade. Uh, so it's been fun. Uh, personally, I'm a splitboarder. I have been since the 2000s when it was a little bit more of a novelty to kind of see that transition from a bit of a niche kind of subculture within snowboarding to this mainstream phenomenon and uh, snowboarders everywhere are really enjoying the experience of of earning turns and moving uphill and and moving even beyond the resort at times. So Grant, what is the attraction of going uphill? I mean, it seems like skis and snowboards were designed for going downhill. Um, Well, I mean, anytime you're at a resort and you look up uh, the next ridge over, there's always better snow. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> different people, different reasons, but uh, that's that's usually my reason. Um, you know, some people, it's the exercise. Some people, it's, uh, you know, especially this day and era, getting away from people. And um, some people, it's just to be out there. Now, Brennan, before we started chatting, you were saying that you actually get uh... – a number of lessons where people want to learn how to do this with you. That's kind of their goal. Yeah. You know, it's not necessary, necessarily the thing that drives clients to come back, but a lot of my clients who have snowboarded at the resorts for a while and who really enjoy, like Grant was saying, the soft snow or maybe certain types of terrain that are a little more rare at the resort are starting to look um, at some of that terrain beyond the rope line. And so I've actually had some clients the past couple of years who have splitboarded up the runs in the mornings with me and we had fun shopping for splitboards together and it, it's brought a newness uh, to their snowboarding after you know, some of these clients, it's like 10, 11, 12 years at the same resort, you know, I'd like to think I'm entertaining and fun, but uh, a little bit of newness from splitboarding helps them out as well to just kind of keep that, that joy and that fire alive. Now, Grant, is uphill really available at most resorts that you're aware of? Um, you know, I'd say a lot of resorts, it's, uh, really varying policies. Um, you know, I could say being at Jackson Hole, we're the first resort to open lift access backcountry. Um, so there's, there's definitely a, a, a culture of it in, in Jackson. Um, you know, more of a side country, uh, culture as well as a back, back country culture. And then, uh, you know, certain resorts, 
have designated uphill skinning tracks. They make it easier to get into the sport and, um, you know, learn to skin in a, in a more controlled environment. And, um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of resorts that cater specifically to, you know, uphill transportation and, uh, as well as side country and all the above. And Brennan, do people usually have to get an uphill pass if they're going to do that within a resort? Yeah, it comes down to the individual resorts policies and uh, quite a few resorts have moved to some sort of uphill pass access where you take a little online course, you sign a waiver and it's in an effort to uh, kind of provide a service to the public because as reporting and um, touring inbounds became more popular, there was some overlap between mountain operations, uh, patrol, trying to get the mountain open, lift ops were doing things and then there wasn't quite a certainty as to where people were. So the idea behind um, uphill access legally and having some of these passes is to make sure that everyone can be safe and that we can continue to provide the service to the public um, safely and in a fun way. Now, Grant, what are some, uh, for people who are thinking of starting to try uphill, what are some things that they need to get for their Alpine equipment? Um, well, I mean, I, I guess with the, with the gear, you kind of want to, take a look at what kind of focus you want to you know you have some people it's more for you know the uphill lightweight um easier going uphill maybe doesn't ski as well going downhill some people it's more you know of a side country setup so i mean there there definitely is a, a big difference between um what kind of gear you're, you're getting for you know you're trying to enjoy the downhill more or the uphill um and uh and I, I'd say a good part there as well as getting a buddy, you know, it's, it's key to have a friend to go with and, and, uh, help show you the ropes and make sure you're being safe and, um, make sure you're not going in over your head. And Brennan, before we get into the videos that you and Grant filmed with REI, how do you guys do it on a split board? I mean, you're going up sideways. How does that work? <laughs> exactly. A lot of scooch yeah, you just keep scooch shuffling leg. and shuffling, <laughs> and uh, your legs get really scuffed. Yeah, you might get some scooch leg. Uh, yeah, the split board, I, I think it's one of the simplest, like, mind-blowing technologies in the sport because it, it, it combines a sideways downhill with a straightforward uphill. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it seems counterintuitive that slicing a board in half and just making some adjustments to the bindings so they can hinge and, and work like telemark or free heel bindings would work uh but they've been around for 30 years and they have proven to work not just on the uphill which is way easier on on a split board than it is hiking or snowshoeing way more efficient there uh, but also on the downhill i think that's like the big concern split boarders have is like i'm spending all this money on a, on a snowboard that's cut in two and i really want it to work well and they, they perform beautifully. Like the turns you can make on them are amazing. And in particular with the type of terrain people are often accessing, being a little steeper, bigger, deeper, that kind of thing. And Grant, I'm not ignoring you, but we're going to ask Brennan. I'd love to get into the videos that you guys made now with REI. And let's start out with the REI ASI How Split Boards Work. Um, these are on YouTube. Can you give us a little bit of a, a teaser for what we're, we're going to find in these videos? Yeah, it's like eight minutes straight of me just describing splitboarding beautifully. My voice is wonderful. My presence is just amazing. But uh, 
No, it's uh, it's it's so much fun. REI and ASI and PSI uh, collaborated because it's in a mutual interest to produce educational content for the public. Uh, so obviously, REI wants to sell more uh, split boards and more touring setups. That's good for their business, and yet they also have an obligation to make sure that people who are getting into the sport um, have good information. And that's when they make the call to the national office, and that is our. Um, our expertise is we are communicators and we are educators. And um, since Grant and I have the overlap of backcountry experience and quite a bit of uphill travel, um, we're able to head on out there and talk shop with REI on things like, yeah, what is this split board? How does it work? Uh, how do you take it apart and put it together? Just some tips to make that journey from never having split boarded uh, to feeling comfortable enough to, to skin up the hill by yourself or with your buddy. And eight minutes of YouTube, and it's really like having a private lesson with Brennan Metzler. Wow. <laughs> Eight-minute private lesson. Best eight minutes of your life. So, Grant, share with us a little bit about Intro to Uphill Travel. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was definitely great. I, I can't say enough about working with the REI. I mean, um, keep in mind they're a co-op so you know you you're a member of rei so they want their members to have good info as well and when i got invited on the on the projects i i started delving into some of their videos and i mean there's things that i was learning um off of them so uh basically it's just an intro into you know getting started uh from the trailhead to the top and you know the steps that you need to take for um starting out skinning and and um, getting on the skin track. Now, there's also some articles that were done with REI and AASI. Um, Brennan, can you give us a little teaser about how to choose split board bindings? Right, yeah. A lot of the gear stuff uh, can be a little overwhelming for the entry consumer. People just right trying to get into these sports, these activities. So uh, part of what Grant and I did was talk shop on all the different components, uh, which for split boarding, the bindings are different than what we use on our solid boards. They perform the same, but there's a few options. So we kind of talk through what those can look like, whether you get uh, the full traditional solid binding or if you're getting a hard boot set up, uh, what that can be. And just, again, little tips and tricks that just make it easier uh, to use all that really nice equipment. And Grant, we touched on this a little bit, but uh, can you give us some background on the beginner's guide to backcountry touring? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, it was uh, basically, you know, from the trailhead to the top, uh, the things you need, you know, how, everything from attaching your your skins, uh, you know, how to use risers, when to use risers, uh, how to kick turn, um, how to break trail. Um, you know, it's just a, a good intro, the, the bare bones, basic things with, you know, tips on the side to make sure that you have a good day. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's about eight minutes long, so it, it's, it gives you a good intro for what you need to need to do. And, and, um, it also has links to other, uh, videos that REI's put out from, you know, backcountry travel to avalanche safety, um, you know, things of that nature. Grant, let's, so Grant, it almost sounds like the, the articles are really complementary to the videos. Is that correct? And really, that question's to both of you. But Grant, let's start with you. Uh, yeah, they they are. I mean, there's there's going to be a little bit more in depth in some of the articles, and then you know the videos just going to show 
um, you know, the words in action and, and just give you a quick rundown and show you rather than tell you. Brennan, you'd agree with that? Yeah, the we got a little kind of carrot thrown our way on the split board side since the equipment's a little more unique and at times complex for the consumer. So the articles go a bit more into the gear side with depth and then the videos go a bit more into the movement side of actually um, going uphill and things to consider there versus how to understand the equipment or um, how to purchase it. So membership watches the video. They read some of the articles and really get excited about this. Uh, Brennan, some words of encouragement to people who are thinking of trying uphill and then same question to you, Grant. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Especially this year with everything going on with COVID and health considerations and just some variables that could come our way. It is going to be the perfect year to get out and try this thing. And for all the reasons Grant talked about, the fitness, the the type of turns you can make, the fun with friends, better snow, all that stuff, like that's there for you to earn. And I guess the one encouragement is uh, don't let the sticker shock deter you. Like the equipment does have a high price point because it's all really well built and it's a little customized and yet that gear lasts so much longer than your inbounds gear so yes it's an investment and it's absolutely an investment you should make now grant um yeah i mean when when covid hit last year and all the resorts closed uh pretty much the day after i went skinning so (laughs) um and i i can't say the the best terms i've had in my life have been country and they've been they've been earned so um you know if you're a diehard skier it's it's definitely the way to go well grant bishop brennan metzler thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us and uh want to be sure to catch those youtube videos yeah thanks george thanks for having us Thanks so much for listening to First Chair from the PSIA, ASI Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.